you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. NFL Power Rankings is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. It is a week before Thanksgiving. We're officially now in the second half of the season. And we are thankful that you are here with us for the week 11 already edition of the NFL Power Rankings presented by Energizer. That man on the other side of the screen is Eric Edholm. He does these every week from his home in Chicago. My name is Andrew Siciliano in the studio in Los Angeles. Not a lot of movement, Eric, at the top of the rankings this week. We had some big names that had the week off and and really nothing too juicy here, man. I tried to give you something. I could only drop the Jaguars four spots. They stay in the top eight for now, but wait till you get to that bottom 24. There's all kinds of movement. Wait for me to start the show, by the way. There's nothing interesting here. No, there is something interesting here. I promise, because one and two are playing each other this week. Philadelphia is one coming off the bye. Kansas City also off a bye, moving up. The Ravens are moving down, followed by the Lions at four, the Niners at five, the Dolphins, the Cowboys, and the Jaguars. One of the reasons there isn't a lot of movement here in the top ten, at least in these top eight, is because a lot of those teams had buys. The Jaguars came off their bye. They got punched in the mouth by the Niners. We'll get to that in a second. But the game of the week, and what a primetime week we have, oh, by the way, is Monday night in Arrowhead, a rematch, Eric, of the last Super Bowl, maybe a preview of the next Super Bowl. Will James Bradbury be called for holding? <laughs> Yet to be determined, right? That That's the key factor, I think. But yeah, I mean, I, I think a lot of people remember that game and say, Eagles could have won this thing, right? They outplayed the, the Chiefs for a big portion of that game, seemed to let things slip away, obviously. And uh yeah, it's fascinating as we talk about kind of the whole league this year and, and people sort of bemoaning the fact there isn't you know, that, that elite group at the top. There may not be that one superstar team right now. Everyone has at least one question. But these are two pretty darn good teams and maybe a little different from what we saw in February. I mean, this Chiefs defense has gotten better. 
I'd argue the Eagles defense has taken a step back, at least in terms of covering uh, receivers and, and giving up pass plays. So, you know, those could be two huge factors right there. And, and I think the Chiefs uh, maybe come in with a tiny edge, even though the Eagles are atop our rankings this week. How do you see I, it? I, I never thought I would say that maybe this is the week the Chiefs pass game finally gets going yeah. with MVP Patrick Mahomes because they're facing the Eagles secondary. But after yeah. getting out to the 21 to nothing lead over the Dolphins at halftime in Germany, that offense, Eric, kind of went to sleep. As absurd as it sounds, maybe facing the Eagles is what this team needs? Does that sound silly? It's possible. No, I don't think so at all, right? I mean, I think they, they have to gain trust in their receivers, right? It can't just be the Kelsey show. You know, they can't lean too much on one guy as we've seen in the past. So, you know, I mean, there have been a few teams that have been able to slow Kelsey down. And so if you can get Rasheed Rice going, if you can get some of those secondary weapons going a little bit, I think that just opens up all kinds of possibilities for them. All right, so it's one and two. It's Philadelphia and Kansas City. I'm assuming the winner of this game is number one next week. If it's the Eagles, they clearly hang on to number one. At number three right now, the Baltimore Ravens. They dropped only one, and a lot of people, I pressed you last week, Eric, thought that this team was and maybe still is the best team in football through 10 weeks, but they could not close out the Browns. In one of the games of the year, Cleveland steals one. You're still bullish, I would have to think, on the Ravens if they're three. I I thought about, do I move them down to four? Do I keep them at three? What do I do with them? And I've had that, you know, the kind of debate all season long when teams have these kind of, I don't want to say unexpected losses or shocking losses, but losses that they were games that they were in control of, right? If the defense stops the Browns one time in the second half, they probably win this game. And really it's come down to, there's almost been a pattern history now of the Ravens giving up these kinds of games in the past, right? The defense can't get off the field, can't get that one stop. You know, Lamar Jackson's passing proficiency in the fourth quarter, the last two years, by the way, has been lower in the fourth than in the other any of the other three quarters. So, you know, look, they've, they've allowed as uh, almost as many points in the fourth quarter in overtime this season as they have in the previous three combined. So, you know, often it comes down to depth, you know, the ability to finish off games. It's not that one key thing you can point to. I'm not sure there's a common denominator between these losses, but, you know, it's a group effort and they haven't been able to do it. So that's kind of their Achilles heel until proven otherwise. Yeah, they couldn't close out the Steelers, blew a 10-point lead there. They couldn't close out the Colts either, eventually lost that game in overtime. There is a theme, and they also have a huge game coming up this week. I mentioned the, the great primetime schedule. How about the Bengals and the Ravens to open up Week 11 on Thursday night football in Baltimore? Both of these teams are banged up. Cincinnati maybe without its two uh, ends, without Hendrickson and without Sam Hubbard. Baltimore's got a long list of injuries. The two quarterbacks are going to play, though, which is significant. Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, they are good to go. Uh, It is a great start to Week 11. Right behind the Ravens, you have the Lions, who came into L.A., well-rested, and basically got into a punch-out, a shootout with Brandon Staley yeah. and Justin Herbert. And Dan Campbell threw his um, uh, his guts on the table, let's put it that way, and they pulled this thing out. <laughs> nice self-editing there. Good job. Like I appreciate it. Yeah, I do. It was clever. But, I mean, look, at this point, everything we've seen from Dan Campbell, fourth and two tie game, you know, minute 45 left, Chargers, what, 26-yard line, I think. 
that's a green light for him, right? They're going to go. And and I think a lot of people thought, well, just kick the field goal and play defense. But if you'd seen the Lions defense, which had allowed five straight touchdowns in their previous five drives, I don't think Campbell had that thought anywhere close to his mind. They played it right, got the Chargers to use their final timeout, kick the game winner. It's a great road victory. You know, gets the Chargers team that, you know, at least nominally speaking, is, is talented. So, Look, it's probably their worst defensive half of football this season. Is it a concern? Maybe, maybe not. I'm not sure. I mean, look, I just, this Detroit team, obviously we saw the Baltimore game, you know, a couple weeks ago. We've seen this one. They're starting to show some cracks, but they have an offensive line, Andrew, that completely dominated that game outside a handful of plays. It was it was really impressive. Pass blocking and run blocking. That was the engine that made this uh, victory possible, in my opinion. The five on that offensive line, as you point out, left to right, from Decker to Sewell, they were fantastic, had had almost a perfect day, and this team found a way to win again. And if you think, if you open your mind to the opportunity, or the possibility, rather, of the Chiefs beating the Lions, and, and then, I'm sorry, the Chiefs beating the Eagles and the Lions beating the Bears this week, then we could be sitting here next week on Tuesday taping the show, Eric, and the Lions and Eagles could be sitting there with the same record atop the NFC. As it stands now, the Lions are number four. Right behind them, we find the San Francisco 49ers. They are our team of the week presented by Truist. We asked last week, which of these teams in Jacksonville, the Niners or the Jaguars, is going to come out of their bye looking better? This thing was over early. You throw Chase Young in there, you bring back Debo and Trent Williams. Um, That battle station is fully operational. (laughs) <laughs> that, that's a great way to put it, right? And I think we had this this bye week to sit there and say, how many things are going wrong with the 49ers? Three straight losses, start pulling our hair out. Well, whatever boxes they, they had, we, they checked them pretty much all. Like you said, pass rush, not just Young and Bosa, but also the interior guys that they were a little more freed up in this game. Uh, but Purdy was spectacular, arguably his best performance start to finish. It really reminded me a lot in terms of how they took over the game so early as that week one win in Pittsburgh. They went in there, that was expected to be a tight contest, maybe low scoring. They dominated from start to finish, really put their foot down earlier. And this could have been a bigger margin. I guess for the Jaguars, you say, what what does this mean for them? But for the 49ers, it's really a case of that looked like the team that started the year 5-0 and and not the one that dropped three straight. And I cannot emphasize enough, again, what kind of a steal Chase Young was. I mean, you give up a compensatory three, which is basically a fourth-round pick. And right. if you lose him in free agency, you get back a compensatory three in all likelihood. They're getting Chase Young for free. His first snap, he's basically standing up like Miles Garrett was at middle yeah. linebacker. They're playing a five-man front. Trevor Lawrence had no idea what to do, and that defense dominated. And, and look, hey, the Niners are back, as if they had ever left. Hey, look, the Cowboys are back. You know, one week after us, again, questioning their late game clock and everything management against the Eagles, they just roll all over the New York Giants. And I'll be honest, Eric, I don't know that I learned anything about the Cowboys this week. It's almost like, you know, it's an early season SEC school paying some multi-directional school from wherever to come in and give them a game and they could play the bench in the second half. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't know how much we can glean. I think there are a couple things that came out of this game. One, Cowboys are pretty good at home. That's now 12 straight. They've won. They've dominated every single opponent they've played in Dallas this year. 
the question is whether it matters, right? Can they win the division and get that home playoff game? That's the obviously their best hope to, to take advantage of that. Tough games down the stretch too, but you might be able to take something away from what the Cowboys offense did against the Giants defense. There were some times during this season where the Giants defense acquitted itself well. We know they like to pressure. Dak was terrific. CeeDee Lamb has been his guy for, for a while now, but obviously the last six weeks or so he's been terrific. But Brandon Cook's development, that was the breakout game I think they needed. His confidence, their confidence in him, really impressive to see him coming out of the slot and performing the way he did. I'm a big Tommy DeVito fan, Syracuse. Never thought I would see Tommy DeVito starting on the road um, in Dallas as a rookie. Kind of felt bad for him. If only they had let him throw the ball on that fourth and three, down 7 nothing. Yes. Maybe the momentum would have swung the other way. We are all Tommy DeVito's dad. Coming up next, there was a team that six weeks ago we thought might have two top ten picks. That team is now in the top 10 in the power rankings. We reveal that team coming up next. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. 
And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's the NFL Power Ranking Show presented by Energizer 9 through 16. The Cleveland Browns won in Baltimore. They're up one from 10 to 9. How about the Houston Texans up five into the top 10? The Seahawks at 11, followed by the Bengals, the Steelers, the Bills, the Vikings, and the New Orleans Saints are number 16. Eric Edholm puts these rankings together. He has the Browns as a top 10. Team after beating Eric, the team that last week we argued the Ravens could be the best team in football. They won it with defense and they won it with a 14 for 14 second half performance from Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I I mean, there's probably got to be what a thousand ways to win a football game. I, it feels like the Browns are trying to discover every single one of them, right? And how they're doing it is is pretty remarkable, right? Watson was. 6 of 20 with the interception, the pick six early on in the first half. And as you mentioned, perfect in the second half. They had that one long drive that was absolutely crucial. But down 24-9, had to have it. They score the two-point conversion. Watson gets in there. And they score on their final two as well and get the takeaway on defense. I mean, it, it you know, it's rarely pretty. It's rarely clean. But this is a tough team. You know that all too well. But sometimes that quotient, that factor... You have to consider it. Maybe it often outweighs yards and things like that, some of the more tangible numbers. But you got to give Watson credit, and you certainly have to give the the defense credit after, you know, giving up some plays. Yeah, and let's give the Ravens credit. I know we did that about 10 minutes ago. They are still a very good team. But John Harbaugh's team could not close, and Kevin Stefanski's team could. They closed against the Niners. They closed against the Colts. They could not close against the Seahawks. But here they beat the Ravens, and there are a lot of ifs here I'm about to say, but if the Bengals win on Thursday night, and they are 0-13 on the road in primetime of late, 0-13, consider that, and the Browns beat the Steelers, and the Eagles beat the Chiefs, we're sitting here next week with the Browns and the Chiefs with the same record, which is just bonkers. I I know there's a lot of ifs there, so let's just save that, okay, until next week. (laughs) Let's talk about the Houston Texans because they're really, really good. They're making power moves, Eric, presented by Energizer. The Houston Texans went into Cincinnati with half their roster injured and won yeah. again. We talked about the MVP last week for C.J. Stroud. Um, he's showing it week in, week out. They are legit. I think they can win this division. I do too, right? And, and look, I mean, as you pointed out, Stroud, his MVP case gets stronger. I think Nick Casario has to be up there for executive of the year. The the free agency moves were smart. The draft class is going to be a franchise changer. D'Amico Ryan's probably in the coach of the year discussion for all the reasons you just laid out, all the big wins. Now, they may may regret the fact that they they lost a close one to Atlanta. They lost a close one to Carolina, even the early season loss of the Colts. But... Boy, it's hard not to get excited, especially when Nico Collins is out and Noah Brown steps up and has two big games. The run game struggles early in the year. Devin Singletary comes to life. They made a change there. It was a tough one, but he's a better schematic fit. So, you know, look, they're they're really pulling all the strings. Bobby Slowick has really kind of formed this offense around Stroud's powers. And he's making it work without a full cast of, of amazing receivers or an incredible offensive line or running backs. I mean, this is a good group now, but... 
collectively. It's not like there are tons of stars and standouts that that that, that are making him look better than he is. So impressive all the way around. And to, to win in that environment, it's the biggest win they've had as a franchise in some time, I think. They had 17 explosives against Lou Anarumo's defense without all those playmakers you just listed, which is just bonkers. Yep. And they get Arizona and Kyler Murray this week, hopefully with a camera above his head the entire time. The Steelers found a way to win again. They've been outgained in all nine this week, or rather this year, Eric. All nine games, yet they're six and three and you're your thirteenth team. They are the team that confounds me on a weekly basis. As I wrote in the power rankings this week, uh, another game they get outgained, another key defensive injury, another win, right? It's just like uh, automatic at this point. I mean, Mike Tomlin, I think, has done a really good job. He knows the strengths and weaknesses of this team very well. It is frustrating to see a lack of progress out of that past game. You never really know what to expect out of Pickens on a weekly basis, whoever else is at receiver. They do get Fryermuth back pretty soon here. And the run game was terrific. I don't want to negate that. But, you know, the slow starting has obviously put them in some tough spots. They have a defense that can close out games. In fact, you could argue that five of their six wins this year, the Rams game, they finished on offense. But the other five, they were able to get a key defensive stop somewhere in the last three, four minutes of the game. And they got two in this one. So it, it was a tremendous performance when they had to have it. But how long can this formula survive? How can they make this work time after time? That's the question I, I keep know. you know, being left with. Yeah. Yep. They're, they're down two, two middle linebackers. They've lost both green dot guys in consecutive weeks. And they win both of those games with interceptions Maybe. in the end zone where the other team had a chance to win if they complete that pass. <sighs> Crazy. Two consecutive games, which is just it. bonkers. And then you get to the Buffalo Bills who had the opposite of luck. Whatever the Steelers have, the Bills do not have right now when it comes to fourth quarter luck because they had that bonkers loss on Monday night when it looked as if they won and then they had 12 men on the field and then Will Lutz had a second shot and they kicked field goal. Then they fired Ken Dorsey. You have them at yeah. 14, Eric. Does that does that mean you think they're still making the playoffs? I, You know, it's right on the cusp, obviously. I mean, record-wise, they're still in the race at 5-5, five and five, but they have a ton of work to do and a ton to fix, right? I think, you know, you, you just firing Ken Dorsey is not going to be the magic elixir, right? Maybe Joe Brady brings some innovative ideas and, and frees up Josh Allen. Maybe they design more runs for him, what have you. I don't know what the, the magic uh, formula is, but they've got to find it. And... The turnovers are a problem. Obviously, those two late penalties were a massive thing. One on defense, one on special teams. And, you know, that defense was put in an uncomfortable spot being on the field for 37-plus minutes, I think almost 20 in the second half, constantly being asked to make stops after the offense has quick drives, either a score or, or a punt. I don't think they've, they've gone like three games without consecutive scoring drives the Bills have. So this is not the same unit we've seen in the past. Some of it's Allen, some of it's play calling, some of it's other spots as well, but they have to fix this thing if they want, if they have any designs of making the playoffs right now. I'm not blindly defending Ken Dorsey, but if if Gabe Davis catches that ball in the red zone sure. in the first half and it doesn't get picked by Justin Simmons, does he have a job? If Josh Allen doesn't drop the exchange, does he still have a job? And, hey, I'm all for Joe Brady getting a shot here, but when last we saw him calling plays, Matt Rule fired him in Carolina. He deserves a second shot. Now he is going to get one. 
Speaking of second shots, I think for Josh Dobbs, it's like his 18th shot. We're so happy for him. He's now winning with the Minnesota Vikings, and they right now are our future champions presented by FanDuel. If the playoffs were to begin right now, we'd all be surprised. But we wouldn't be surprised because the Vikings would be in. Look at these odds for them making the playoffs. They wow. may sneak in as a wild card. They have the longest active winning streak. Longest active winning streak, Eric, in the NFL. The Vikings are your 15th best team in football. <laughs> and coming way up, let me tell you, right? I mean, obviously, five in a row, six out of seven. Winning three straight games with three different starting quarterbacks, Andrew. Doesn't happen too often in this league, as you know. I want to give credit to this defense, too. I think it's come a long, long way, really, since early in the season. Turnovers forced are way up. Yards allowed way down. I think Brian Flores done a tremendous job. Remember how much we beat up this group? You know, put all the blame on Ed Donatel last year, said this was going to be their Achilles heel. It was. They've taken virtually the same group or even a lesser talent version of it and made it very good. But as you said, right now it's the Dobbs story. He's been tremendous. They get Justin Jefferson back soon. I can't wait to see what this team can be. Can they pull an upset? Can they get in the playoffs, first of all? But can they pull an upset if they do get there? I mean, boy, it, everything seems in front of them. It's such a strange departure from last year when they were favorites at 13 and four, despite the, the strange point differential. I don't know. This is the funniest team in football to me. I, I can't figure them out, but I do enjoy watching them uh, the play lately. I am happy for Josh Dobbs, truly. He's I great. don't know how long this is sustainable, but who am I to say that he and they can't keep winning? They are undefeated without Justin Jefferson. Go ahead. I mean. Say that again out loud. They are undefeated without Justin Jefferson. And he's amazing. due back really soon. They're the 15th team right now in the brand new Week 11 Power Rankings. Coming up next here on the show, the Broncos won on Monday night. What does that mean for their ranking as they get ready for Josh Dobbs and the Vikings coming up on Sunday night? That's next. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring with access to over 6 million active hourly workers. Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs on demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store, clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah. Snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You're watching the NFL Power Ranking Show presented by Energizer. The countdown continues with the Indianapolis Colts up 2-17. to 17. The Chargers drop two. Uh, they, they do everything in twos. Win two in a row, lose two in a row, so on and so forth. Followed by the Bucks, the Broncos, the Raiders are at 21. The Jets, the Commanders, and the Atlanta Falcons. All right, let's talk about the Denver Broncos here. Eric, they are sitting at number 20. Don't look now. They've won three in a row. They won in Buffalo. What if they beat the Vikings on Sunday night football? They're a 5-5 five and five team. I mean, not too long ago, we looked at this game and kind of maybe rolled our eyes or groaned, but now it's all of a sudden a fascinating matchup. The Broncos have played great. The Vikings are, are incredibly hot. It's going to really, I think, come down to Josh Dobbs and that offense against what Denver's defense has been able to do. I know they gave up a ton of uh, rush yards last night, but you could see the improvement. Forget Miami, right? Really since that Kansas City game is when they've started kind of turning the corner. I thought Russ played a really nice game, but the, the defense forcing four turnovers really was the key, I think. And so, you know, look, we, we killed Vance Joseph early in the year. We've got to give him credit for the improvements they've made on that side of the ball, I think. In the same defense they gave up 70 in September to the Miami Dolphins is the defense that seemed to be the final straw with a Josh Allen offense to lead to an an OC change in Buffalo. Good what point. a wild season here as the Denver Broncos are sitting at number 20. Let, let's see the rest of the rankings, if we could, heading into week number 11. The Titans are down three. The Packers are down three. They're at 25 and 26. The Rams, the Bears, the Cardinals, the Patriots, the Giants, and the Carolina Panthers. Um, the Cardinals are fascinating, Eric. They now have two wins. They go to Houston this week. I can see them winning that one. Are they going to mess up the whole we want to pick number one thing? Yeah, I think so. And at this point, look, I, I'm all right with it, right? You have to get the quarterback position right, and you have to use these final games, which I think they're going to win some of them, as you pointed out. I don't know about Houston, but some of the other ones, yes. But getting the, the answer on Kyler Murray is the most important part. Times, he was spectacular Sunday. Third down could have been better. Still some rust, some stuff to clean up. But I don't know. You could have asked for much more out of him in his first outing back. Showed the legs, showed the arm, won the game in the end. So to me, figuring that position out and knowing or not knowing that Kyler Murray is your guy going forward is more important than two or three draft slots or whatever it ends up being. So I'm fine with it. I hope they go all out. I hope we see the best of Kyler Murray down the stretch. It'll be fun. It'll change the, the arc of their season. Just think about it. In August, we thought, because remember, they have the Texans pick. They're going to be picking one and That's two right. next year. Now, they may win a couple of games, fall out of the top ten. Houston may win the AFC South. They may not be picking one and two. They might be picking, like, ten and seventeen, which nobody could have seen. That's Eric Edholm. I'm Andrew Siciliano. Enjoy Week 11, everyone. Thanks for watching the NFL Power Ranking Show. NFL Power Rankings is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling 
tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.